I know everyone has memories of cracking open some wonderful pistachios. I used to always throw a bag of the classic roasted, salted, wonderful pistachios in the cart when I was grocery shopping growing up. And I remember always having a bowl going in the kitchen while cracking them open. Roasted salted is still my classic, but recently I've been trying all the flavors. And I must say, even though I love in-shell pistachios for the activity of cracking them open, Wonderful Pistachios, no shell, salt and vinegar might just be my new favorite. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. There's six grams of protein per one ounce serving. That's packing a protein punch. Chili roasted, honey roasted, sea salt and pepper, jalapeno lime. There are so many flavors to try out and Wonderful Pistachios has become one of my favorite snacks recently. I need my snacks to be a good source of protein and I love when I can eat snacks with my hands. It's easy, it's fun, what more can you ask for? I also really like using the no-shell pistachios from Wonderful Pistachios to put on salads or rice bowls. Spring and summer salads are going to be so good. I can't wait to add the jalapeno lime ones to a fresh salad. And I've been using the chili roasted flavor on top of rice bowls recently. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more and find out where you can get wonderful pistachios near you. The weather is getting warmer here in Boston, finally, and I'm sure wherever you are in the world, you guys experience the same thing. The second the sun comes out, the second it gets warm, everyone says goodbye to jackets and sweaters and starts wearing spring and summer fits for the rest of time. I don't care if it gets rainy. I don't care if it gets colder again. I'm in spring and summer fits because I'm standing in my power. And I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul this year because it just felt fitting with a new era. And obviously, I want high quality pieces, but I don't want to spend a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and now I have a lineup of timeless pieces that keep me looking effortlessly chic year after year. Because these are high-quality pieces, they're staying in my wardrobe. The best part is that all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands, and they even show you on the website how much you're saving, which is awesome. Quince partners directly with top factories, cutting out the costs of the middleman and passes those savings on to us. I recently got a really, really nice linen set of like pants and a short sleeve button-up, both in white linen, which is awesome. And I know they're gonna be my staple all spring and all summer. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash goals for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash goals to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash goals. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Girls with Goals with your hosts, Anne Catherine and Caroline. Today, we're going to be talking about can people change, which is a loaded question. Yeah, it's like one of those big questions that I don't know if anyone can fully answer it. Like, I think it's a mix of science and opinion and experience, and I think it's very nuanced. Like, there's not necessarily a straight answer because I think everyone has a bit of a different experience with it, even if there is kind of like a scientific one way or another. As is everything As we is talk everything. about. There's so we're gonna, to it. we're gonna we're gonna talk. We're gonna talk. I don't know. This question popped in my head a few days ago when I was going for a walk. It's when I have all my best thoughts, to be when honest. The like flow. it's when the creative juices start flowing is when I'm out on a walk, especially when the birds are chirping and the sun is shining and it's as beautiful as it has been recently. And I got my headphones on and I got a pep in my step, and I'm bopping on the street, and that's when the creative juices are mostly flowing. And then I just thought, a lot of people say, like, oh, like, people don't change. Or some people are, like, huge advocates advocates for change. change. And so I think that there's a bit of a conflict in people's opinions on whether or not people can change. So then I started thinking about it myself, like, can people change? And the first thing that popped in my head was 
is it actually change or is it just growth? And my first thought was no, people don't change, they just grow in a way. And then I was kind of like dead set on that for a second. I was like, wait, I feel like change is fake. Like it's just growth, it's just evolution. But then I was like, wait, actually like, like people can, people can change. I don't know. So it's a whole conversation I want to dive into. I brought it up and we've been talking about it. So now we're going to bring it to the podcast. It's also something that we obviously talk about, like the subculture or context of everything within our podcast mm-hmm. and within podcasts in the space or just anything within the kind of health, wellness, dare I say self-help space <laughs> is like growth, change. But you all know that we've rebranded growth and change as just a natural evolution because mm-hmm. that's what I feel like it is. A lot of changes or natural changes come down to just like growing up and living in your life and existing and moving through life and that's the evolution piece that's not to say that there aren't like huge changes that can be made and that's what we'll talk about like more foundational changes Mm. and one of my favorite points is that there are a ton of incredible amazing foundational things about you that you are set in stone that you can't change that's like just who you are Mm-hmm. foundationally so we'll talk about all of that we'll get into everything and try our very best to answer the question can people change first highs lows and goals what do you got i i've been thinking i've been thinking and i i'm having a hard time like finding a high low and goal not to say i've like not i've done a lot this week but for some reason i just like can't can't pick one out that's because normally they like they, they come yeah to me, they're pretty they, obvious usually they float usually they just they just happen. But this week, um, my high of the week is that I walked... Oh, that's so not true. I was going to say I walked to work there and back every single day, which is awesome. But that's not true because one day was like an actual hurricane. Yeah. And so I did Uber that day. Yeah. But I mean, look, you went every day where like the weather was possible for you to walk. So, so And then one something. day I... I, I trained home because I was walking home with mm. people and I wasn't, be, I wasn't about to be like, hey, do you guys mind if we walk um, the whole hour? Way. Yeah, people um, aren't used to people that. Aren't used, people aren't used to that. Normalized walking. I There is someone new that started like in my team at work and he also walks. And it's all I think that it's, way? No, it's not the same distance, but like it gives me I would be shocked. Gives That'd be a hope. match. Like, I think, and someone today or someone the other day like, she lives kind of halfway on my walk, and she was like, oh, we should walk together. Like, it's, I'm starting, I'm like, I'm putting the trend out there. Like, I'm starting to normalize. Yeah. Normalize walking. I haven't disclosed the distance that I have to walk, though, because it is, like, astonishingly far. Not really, because I... When it's nice that walk, and when like, that's, like, your your personal time for the day. And my reasoning for it is I don't get to go on, like, a hot girl walk during the day yeah. at all. So that is my... It's, like, the same distance as... I would take a hot girl walk Mm -hmm. and it's like borderline the same route. Anyway, so that was nice to be more on my, on that routine. And then my low of the week. Oh my God. So obvious. My high of the week actually would be today. It's like so nice and warm. I went for a run and normally when I run, I wear a sports bra leggings Except for when it's negative a million degrees out in Boston. I can't, but like in the summer when I'm outside, like that's what I'm comfortable working out and running in, so that's what I'm going to run in. And that's what I ran in today because it was really, really, it was really, really nice. It was sunny. It was awesome. Like, it was perfect. Mm-hmm. And I did, 
it was like the first warm day, so everyone was out and about. I got so many looks, and I'm just, <laughs> I'm just like not, yeah, which is like yeah. not why. <sighs> Because they're not used to seeing they're people not, just they're like that. They're not used that. to seeing... It's, it's like cold. the middle of winter. Cold. Like, I went for a but, run earlier in the week and I wore a hoodie. I was incredibly comfortable, though. I really enjoyed the vibe of running in a hoodie. Sometimes but, you do. Sometimes yeah. it hits. But if you're, like, not... I was ready to, like, have sun yeah. on my yeah. skin. Yeah. Anyway. That was... It was like... I don't know. Sometimes you're like, why Why are you catcalling from your car? I'm just oh, like, can you let me run? Lord. Can you let me run? It's really... But it was it was fine. It was awesome, and it was so fun to see a million people outside. Yeah, people have been energy out and about. They've been out and about. I think my high is in general with our little daylight savings, adding an hour to the day. We've just had like an extra beautiful hour every day. Suddenly the sun is setting a bit later, mm-hmm. like a lot a bit later, honestly, like a good seven thirty when it used to be like five thirty. I almost feel like we gained two hours somehow because the weather is also changing. And so it's just this shift in weather is like a shift in mood and feeling for me. I'm so controlled by the weather, and I did a really, really great job. I feel like most this people winter. are. Everyone, Everyone is. is. How could like, you we're not? We're just be? human beings. How could you not be? I did a really good job this winter, like not being too dragged down by the cold and by the darkness and all of that. And so to like feel like we're on the other side of that, and it's already getting brighter again. Like, I'm pretty happy. I with did it. catch a. This is another high, guys. Sorry. Um... You're like, I had a hard time I thinking of that. One, but then I just forgot what I did. Um, I was leaving the gym one morning. It is typically dark. And mm-hmm. the gym windows, like, even though there are a lot of windows and there's, like, an outdoor space, they're, like, kind of tinted blue. Like, they're tinted, so you can't really see. And I was like, huh, it kind of looks like the sunrise out there. And so I opened the door, and I'm, like, standing outside. It was a really pretty sunrise that I haven't gotten mm-hmm. to see in a while. So then I just, like, kind of stood, made myself late for the day, but it's fine. Because I was watching the sunrise. But my point being, I got to watch a few sunrises and a few additional sunsets this week. Which yeah. is, I, I love them. So that's fun. And yeah. then my love of the week is also today um, being my run. Because picture it, I, oh, and last night. Last night we were at dinner and I, for some reason my back hurt so bad and I was so tired and I feel bad that I was like sitting there. I'm like, if you guys are watching on YouTube, I'm like moving like trying to contort myself all dinner to like feel comfortable and I'm like seated in a chair and it wasn't a comfortable chair and it was like can we can we speed this up like where's the bill um can we get the bill can we get the bill anyway that was silly and I was just like exhausted Mm. but it was still good dinner oh and I was nauseous so I like couldn't even eat I got a salad with salmon and it looked, it looked so good. It was like a pear salad with salmon and I ate the pears and I ate the salmon but I just like, because I was like, I need, couldn't, couldn't do the I need green. to get the big stuff, the like yeah, main the stuff down. I need the, po- or or the, the protein. I need yeah. the pear. It was like the main reason I ordered the salad. And then I took the like lettuce part to go. <laughs> I just was not. Um, and then this morning, I, so last night I went to sleep at maybe like 1130. Right. Not late given, especially given that it's given a Friday. Given a Friday night. Yeah, that's great. Um, tell me, so I wake, I wake up at like 6.37 this morning, a normal time, normal time frame for me. Come out to the living room. You like did look disheveled, like when you, when you entered the kitchen, like I had been up for an hour or so, like I had had my breakfast and a matcha, I was feeling a little bit peachy. You <laughs> came out looking like a zombie. Yeah, because Carol and our roommate were in the, in the um, living room and I, FOMO, like, yeah, like you hear us you're talking, having conversation. Like up. I'm yeah. gonna come out. I'm gonna listen. I'm gonna say my piece. Yeah. And so I wasn't looking the best, obviously. <laughs> and then like 
I was still look. I was still feeling a little atrocious. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go like charge my phone, which is near my bed. And I'm like, lay down for a second. Two thirty. Two thirty in the afternoon is when I woke up from that. Mm. Um, I noticed that you were unresponsive, but like I didn't want to bother you because I like just unresponsive thought, how? Well, like. My texts were just, like, undelivered. Like, you hadn't, like, read anything. And you also, like, you hadn't oh. been active on Instagram or in the family group chat or anything like that. <laughs> I, I haven't been active I definitely noticed that you chat. were, like, a little bit unresponsive. And I was like, huh, maybe she's just kind of, like, having a disconnected moment right now. It turns Dad out she's te- sleeping. Dad texted me the other day, like, off to the side personally. He was like, hey, is everything okay? Like, haven't heard from you in a while. And I was like, Aww. yeah, it's because I haven't responded in the family group chat. I answered their FaceTime today. This actually might be one of my highs of the week that when I missed. they FaceTime? I was at the gym today and I took my stretch like at the end outside because it was so beautiful out and my mom texts me in all caps what can I put in my smoothie we ran out of vegan protein like all caps there are 12 just no I know because there are 12 tubs of protein I know there are I know there are but I don't know because I always they specifically want vegan vanilla so like they're just super I got him a new one I I got our dad because oh my god our dad has been on this whole thing he was like I will I'm not even vegan like I I want whey protein I want whey vanilla whey and I want vanilla whey only and tell me why he wants an unflavored like he asked specifically for unflavored he wants like the least flavored do they have an unflavored he's like can you get if it's vanilla like can it be like less vanilla can you oh my god and then all of a sudden, he's like, nope, nope, it made my stomach hurt one time. I'm off the way. I need vegan. Which is valid. Wait, I don't touch, I haven't touched way in but years. But my stomach hurt. We were there. We were at home, like, at our parents' house two weeks ago, a week ago. The pantry has six minimum. It has so much whey. Like, it was a bad time for him no, to decide. No, it has vegan. vegan. It has oh, it vegan. Does? It's a, it has, like, mo- <sighs> multiple vegan. Anyways, tubs. my parents FaceTime me. I'm, like, outside in the sun stretching. And they just literally, like, set the camera up while they're making eggs and smoothies. It was, like, adorable. We just hung out for a minute. And we, I talked through the smoothie. And they were kind of disappointed they because they didn't that. use banana. They didn't use frozen banana. It was, oh, like, I have another load. It was, like, another it was, like, like just berries. And you need banana. Or perhaps mango, like something creamier. You need something creamier in there. Okay, so picture it. Every, I felt like I needed some nutrients. I felt like I wanted a little something refreshing on my way home from work one day. So what do I do? I get, there's this one smoothie place that's on my way home from work. It's disgusting. Like, I'm not going to call it out by name. It's consistently bad. But it's consistently bad for everyone under the... Like, I don't know how they're still in business. They're a large chain. It's disgusting. It is so worse than bad. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try a different flavor today. I'm going to try a green smoothie. Because at the end of the day, like, it's still nutrients. And it can't be that bad. Like, you know, it's always, like, chunky. And you know how smoothies are, like, warm and, like... Yeah. Feel like styrofoam oh. almost. It was. It's, like, one of those. Um, it's not refreshing. It's like not chunky and warm. So I get this different one and I'm clicking all the, I ordered on my phone. So I'm clicking my little add-ins and like protein powder, um, doing my things. And it was like, do you want half banana, half cauliflower? And I was like, you know what? Yes. Should have said no. It was disgusting. I took one sip and I almost vomited right there on the street. Like it was so, so bad. It was so bad, and I'm, I, then I took myself to Trader Joe's. I'm walking, I'm walking, I'm walking, and I'm like, oh, I just, I feel bad. I just spent literally $15 on the smoothie. Oh, no. I'm like, I should drink it. Like, I can't waste this money. Yeah. I can't waste these nutrients. Like, I don't want to waste this food. So I'm like, it's disgusting. 
It's so bad. A meaty loaf. Like, I don't know why I didn't think of that first. Well, I bad. think that the like, you took a smoothie that you knew was already bad. And, and I then made it you, worse. you, like, customized it to have cauliflower in it. And so I think that... I feel a, like that's... In a no, little bit of the way... Vegetables Yeah, I get it. But not, hidden. like, if you just if you just snuck a little bit in, like, at home in, like, your own smoothie and you were watching it and you trust yourself. But I don't know. I don't know. They were already unreliable. Disgusting. My low of the week. We were home last weekend taking care of Stanley. And you guys know I talked in the last podcast episode. I ordered a longboard. And I was all excited to longboard around the island. It got delivered to my house on the day that we left. So now I didn't have it at home. And I also don't have it in Boston. But the exciting thing is that it'll just be waiting for me when I go back home next time. Which I don't know when that will be. The next time I go to New Hampshire. But there'll be a longboard there when I get there. But my low was that my timing was just so bad. I didn't get to do it. Because it was such a beautiful weekend. And I was walking the dog outside so much. If I had my longboard, I would have had an absolute blast. But that's for another time. For your only low to be that your longboard wasn't delivered. Well, it's not. I also have insomnia. Oh, is it diagnosed? Well, per- like personally diagnosed for the past <laughs> month, I've been waking up at 2 a.m., then 3 a.m., then 4 a.m., and then 5 a.m., and I have not been able to sleep in the past month past 7 a.m. I can fall asleep okay. Okay, for the we're most not part. talking about sleep as a low. Like that was determined months ago, okay. and we still. My goal to of do the it. week is to figure out my insomnia. Okay, it's it's a goal. It's not a low. It's okay. my goal. Um, you. My goal of the week is it's restaurant week in Boston, <gasps> oh. and. The on Friday when we went to this restaurant, they gave us the restaurant week menu, and restaurant week is like for a set price, and it's typically like way less than you would get the normal meal. I think it's but it's like three courses, one dollars this year. Yeah, it was like they're all and like so you in get the an 40s. appetizer, you get your meal, you get a dessert, you get a drink or some like drink configuration. But you get three that, parts. You get like multiple things, and it's way cheaper than you would typically get. Mm-hmm. So we on Friday when we went to a restaurant that was running restaurant week. We weren't prepared. We wouldn't come in the right mindset. Like, yeah. the salad I wanted wasn't was on the restaurant week, week menu. So, we decided to forego the restaurant week. But I want to go this week. Um, mm-hmm. And our roommate suggested going. So, yeah. I would absolutely I've, like, love never that. done that. And I would honestly love, like, a three course dining experience. Right. But you need to be in the headspace. You need for to an know, experience. though. You need to know you're sitting down for a three course dining experience. You can't. I don't know that it's something you just spring on yourself, unless you are more spontaneous than I am. I feel like. With restaurants, like I like I, I'm gonna look at the menu and I'm gonna decide what I want to have before I go. To I'm gonna the at least have options. I'm gonna have scrubbed it. Yeah, especially like having a little gluten intolerance. Like I gotta look. I just like I gotta do it. Right. I don't know what type of person you are, but if you, like, you can't go to a restaurant that you've never been to before and not look at the menu and like pre-decide what you're gonna order before you even enter. Like that is just playing with fire to me. That's crazy. Do you want to learn a new language? Maybe for an upcoming trip, maybe to better connect with friends who speak other languages, maybe you just want a new skill. Rosetta Stone is going to help get you there. When talking about Rosetta Stone, I always think about when we were maybe five years old and our dad started traveling to China for work. He used Rosetta Stone for Mandarin and obviously Caroline and I would use it too, especially when we found out that we were going to move to Asia. That is such a core memory for me and I can so vividly remember speaking into the computer listening to the audio and like matching it so vividly and the best thing about rosetta stone is that rosetta stone offers a lifetime membership so you can buy the program now and get forever access to all the lessons all the languages 
forever. So I've been using this lifetime membership to pick back up my Mandarin and let me tell you, Rosetta Stone is incredible. The way that it is so immersive has me back to being confident in my Mandarin so quickly and you can even start from scratch. Of course, they have 25 languages to learn and it's immersive. You learn it naturally and you should definitely check it out. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Girls with Goals listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com today. If you're in college or high school and are looking to build your credit up, then the Ambition Card by College Ave is for you. This is a card that helps you safely build a positive credit history while you are in college. We talk a lot about financial literacy and making sound financial decisions. Cue literally every conversation we've had on dupes and making smart finance decisions ever. And building a solid credit history helps so much, especially when you can get ahead while you're in college. The Ambition Card helps you prepare for post-grad living with no late fees, no interest charges, and no credit check to qualify. Making payments on time will help positively impact and build your credit score. The Ambition Card is specifically designed to help you, not hurt you, and you may not realize how important building a positive credit history while in college is right now, but I promise once you've graduated and are looking into renting your own apartment, opening a new credit card, starting a business, asking for a loan for anything car insurance, getting a new car, your credit history sticks with you and has the opportunity to get you good deals and loans in the future if it's good, which is why I think this ambition card is such an amazing opportunity to get ahead of building your credit and start strong. It's easy to get started. You can transfer money to your account and even set your own spending limit too. You've got money goals and the ambition card will help get you there. Check it out at ambitioncard.com. The ambition card is issued by Evolved Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Results may vary. Credit history is impacted by a number of factors. Can people change? Like I was saying in the beginning, when I first thought of this question, you know, I was given a little, like, devil's advocate kind of opinion. I was like, no, I don't think people can change at all. I think that all change that we consider is just chalked up to growth and evolution, and I don't think that somebody can actually change, like, at their core who they are. But then I thought a little bit deeper about it, and I was like, you know what? Like, neuroplasticity, like, that exists. Like, we can rewire pathways in our brains and you know that's why you're able to learn new things that's why you don't like stunt your growth at three years old that's why you're always like learning and developing new skills and stuff so like it's possible to develop new things the question though does that rewrite rewrite does that rewrite the old things exactly we know it's possible to form new things form new skills stretch yourself in that way but is that almost just growth because I think change I don't know it's so dependent on how you define it because would you have to get rid of the old and have new for it to be defined as change I think socially I think you can say yes like we'll get into the reasoning behind this but I think when you add new long-term habits or mm-hmm. new long-term lifestyles or something along those lines yes that is like surface level change going deeper then it begs the question did you change those foundational set in stone things or did you just kind of like add something on top of it and if you didn't change the foundational stuff which is very very hard to do then you didn't maybe depending on how you cut it you didn't change or did or is developing a new skill learning something new doing that like is that change enough in itself to be called change 
Or does it have to be some like 180 flip from something else? I don't know. Because also I think a lot of those new things that we develop or new things that we try, they may be tied to something else and it may be an evolution of something else or a growth of something else. And what I mean by that is like if I think at a lot of things in my life, ways that I would say I've maybe changed, I actually can trace them back throughout my life, like in different ways and just see how it maybe is more of an evolution than it is a change. Like if we're talking like going to the gym, for example, at 1.3 years ago, I decided to start going to the gym and like lifting weights and stuff. That was new to me. That was a change in my life. However, I had always been super physically active and super motivated by physical activity. And so I don't think that I actually changed in that sense like I always had the interest and the motivation in that it just evolved into that something new right going going to the gym and doing that consistently Mm -hmm. having that become part of who you are part of your lifestyle that is the kind of surface level macro yeah change but fundamentally you didn't change you just applied yourself in a different way which still is like a manifestation change yeah of those foundations, but it's not necessarily you truly changing. Yeah. And so that's where it can get a little tricky and where both can be true because I think it is very, very hard to change fundamentally who you are as a person and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing. What else would define you? you know? Yeah, it's like those those like core definitions. It's not who you are on paper. Like, who you are isn't who you are on paper. Who you are is those things that only your friends and people who know you can pick up on. Like, your your mannerisms and your temperament and the, like, intangible things of, like, your energy when you walk into a room and the way your, like, eyes move when you see something you like or those little teeny tiny things that people don't maybe register tangibly, but they register subconsciously. Mm -hmm. Those are the things that I don't think you can change and that I don't think you should or need to or want to change because those are the best parts of who you are what you can change and what you should evolve and grow those macro manifestations of your interests your values Mm -hmm. what if though somebody's natural temperament that they're born with is something that like they don't like how that projects into the world or something that is negative you know like because we were assuming like oh that's what makes you special but in a way, there could be things that are really negative for a person. Like, if somebody has really negative mindsets or really angry, like, some, like, short-tempered, yeah. those kind of things. That's when you become aware of that and you put intention behind changing it. Mm-hmm. That's when you intentionally, you know, from yourself say, I want to make a change. I don't like this aspect of me. It's not helping me. It's hurting me. I want to change. And so every time that, you know, trait comes to be or maybe tries... To present itself, that's when you have to come in and override it in the moment. Mm-hmm. And so, is that you changing or is that you putting intention behind? That, to me, is more of the surface level macro change, which is driven by you. It's intentional. It's conscious. Mm-hmm. It still is, you know, long term when that becomes a habit, when you continue to do that and it becomes easier. Maybe you have to think about it less. Maybe it's um, more infrequently that, you know, you're aware that yeah. you're doing it, you have to put extra effort into masking or turning a negative behavior mm-hmm. into a positive or neutral one. Those fundamental parts of you 
remain the same and over time of course things can morph and evolve and like yeah is that part of you growing up or not and I think there's a mix of both obviously as you as you naturally grow you can shape yourself into where you want to go and the type of person you want to be and how you want those things to manifest um but again those still it hits on the subconscious and and macro level and when you're talking about that you said things like you have to be really self-aware you have to have intention and you're almost masking like it's almost like a you're deciding I'm going to control this I'm going to like be intentional about recognizing that in myself and being super self-aware of it and then trying to react differently and act differently but as much as you do that I don't know if I would consider something a legitimate change unless you change like your internal automatic response because and I don't know is that's why it's so hard to define because yes that's a change if you learn to control something and you learn to present yourself differently Mm -hmm. but I think that the way that you're hardwired will never completely go away and I think that's a good thing because our parents talk about it all the time like our temperaments and we were kids are the same as they are now like the differences between us those things that Mm -hmm. the intangible things are very different like how we handle situations those things have been present since we were babies because that's foundational like I what like even what affects our feelings how we present feelings that's always been super different even like when I was four I would stick my tongue out in pictures I couldn't be serious and now I can't be serious in like serious settings you know what I mean and it's harder for me to like the I was taking my tongue out of pictures and it was like a half moment of celebration because I wasn't, I'm like not that into being in a cheesy, like super emotional situation. To me, that's like how, maybe how that manifests. Yeah. Now I'm like, if someone were singing me happy birthday, I would, or taking a picture, I'd probably like, I would smile, but it, I would like make a face or I would take the situation yeah. less seriously. That's been present forever. Or if we're in a situation if it's Carolyn and I, like, us being twins, and we're talking about something, a lot of the times someone asks both of us a question, but it's a single-answer question. When we were four, she would be the one to start speaking and speak over me. Today, you hear it in the podcast, she's the one to start speaking and speak over me. Like, those habits, and we've, we've like, had conversations about it because now that we, like, have a, a well, weekly Now that you're adults and you, like, not, and you can, those things actually yeah. affect your life. Yeah. And so we've, like, figured out a way, and sometimes if she starts speaking, I will pause Mm -hmm. and wait my turn. And sometimes she'll know to, oh, maybe I've been speaking a lot. Let's give me a chance. But when we were six, that wouldn't necessarily happen. And I'd be more like upset that I didn't get my chance to speak. But now I understand it's like two people trying to answer one question doesn't really work. And we both operate in different ways. So the change in that sense is like how we maneuver a situation, how we are aware of a situation yeah. rather than how the situation actually is fundamentally. Yeah. yeah, I agree. And I would say uh, that also makes me think about, like we did an episode on love languages, like love languages, communication styles. I think those can really differ in people. And I don't think that people's core love languages and communication styles change or like will change. And sometimes you can really not click with a person, but I think that if you really care and you want to put effort towards it then you can you just have to be self-aware of it like I think sometimes we can like we show our appreciation for one another differently sometimes 
and that can like right cause like cause like different communication which we went into so much more in like the love languages episode about how that is like mm-hmm. one way that we kind of differ greatly and there's so many things that we have in common as well and just with any relationship whether it's a fam familiar relationship social relationship mm-hmm. like romantic relationship a roommate relationship whatever it is on the like love languages front just understanding those are foundational how people you know operate and see the world like you're not they're not gonna they're not gonna completely flip how someone's not gonna completely flip how they operate to match how you operate just like you're not gonna completely flip how you operate yeah to match how someone else operates what you're gonna do is understand how they operate and understand how to work with them and they're gonna do the same for you and you put intention behind meeting in the middle or meeting how they operate and they meet how you operate a little bit and it, then it works itself out. You shift your behaviors, yeah. but you don't change internally. So the answer to that, we're like kind of gearing towards the answer as fundamentally, do people change? No. Can people make changes in their life? Absolutely. I was going to say absolutely as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. But then like, I think that there are situations where people can fundamentally change. I think that though is much more driven by like things like deep trauma because again I'm thinking of that legitimate internal change as something where you erase the old beliefs you erase the old patterns and like they're fully replaced by new ones which I think that even if you build new habits and build new thought patterns and build new values I don't think that you ever fully fully erase the old ones you've just taken a lot of work and self-awareness to kind of override things but I don't think that they're fully disappeared I think that the only time where you have that full deep internal change is when you've gone through some sort of trauma where like as a coping mechanism and as like a, a safety thing your brain legitimately has thrown out that information and you've had to change and like that can take a really positive turn for people like when you when you look at you know certain things like addiction or something like that like some people hit some sort of rock bottom and then it's almost like they wake up and they fully have this change of their belief system but I think sometimes unfortunately like it takes something like that to have so much deep internal change Mm -hmm. on the same note you can make changes in yourself with an extremely high level of self-awareness and intention and work I think it's just incredibly hard but I don't also think that you override those old things talking about the same analogy of addiction I mean you hear people who are sober say things like it's like I'm still fighting every day it's still a choice that I have to make every day because they have been strong enough and worked hard enough to shift their beliefs but those root habits and hardwirings in their brains like they don't disappear completely people still deal with that and they have to continue to be self-aware to act against it and that is one very extreme example but I think that it's the same case for everything even on a micro level an example for me I have really been self-aware of anxiety in the past few months more than I think I ever had like kind of bringing that into my focus of damn I think I feel these things when you have big goals in a busy schedule like all girls with goals listeners do because that is exactly why we are here it can be so difficult to actually find time for wellness even though it's a core value for all of us small wellness habits can easily be buried by everything we have going on this is why we have Fleur Marche 
Fleur Marche delivers simple, quality, affordable wellness solutions for life's daily challenges. It's founded by women and inspired by the female dreamers, hustlers, and activists on the front lines of change. And their mission is to help you feel 100% every single day with fun and easy-to-understand plant-powered wellness products. Caroline and I have both been using the Fleur Marche Botanical Wellness Patches and have really, really enjoyed them because they're so easy and honestly so cool. They're different than a lot of the products I've used in the past for sleep, relaxation, focus, and relief, which are just some of the patches that Fleur Marche offers. Because they're both effective and fun, I think that's why I've been more intentional about well this wellness habit with Fleur Marche because I actually enjoy using the patches. So go check out all the patches and all the products that Fleur Marche has for you and try them for yourself. Find your new wellness essentials at fleurmarche.com and get special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order site-wide with the promo code GOALS at checkout. Go to f-l-e-u-r-m-a-r-c-h-e.com and use code GOALS for 20% off your first order. You know what I don't miss at all? The vicious week before your period where you just want to crawl out of your skin, not able to keep up a routine or maintain healthy habits. Because personally, I just lose all steam. I feel down or just super off and that's why happy mammoth has been so helpful these past few months happy mammoth the company that created hormone harmony is dedicated to making women's lives easier and that means using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women they make no compromise when it comes to quality and it truly shows happy mammoth has what you need for gut health hormone balancing detoxification anti-aging beauty mood clarity sleep and even a really comprehensive quiz that will make sure you know what products are right for you so check out what happy mammoth has for you and see what you you might want to try. For a limited time, you can get 15% off your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code GOALS at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code GOALS for 15% off today. But the more that I have really thought about it and unpacked it, I see that traced through every chapter of my life just manifesting in different ways. I like think about behaviors and things like as a kid. I think about times when I was like hyper fixated on things or I struggled to be in the present moment or maybe social anxiety at different points. Disordered eating as a point was a manifestation of anxiety as well. Like hyper fixation, like hyper fixated on work, things like that. Like I see that traced through every aspect of my life. And so when it kind of came to my forefront a few months ago where I felt like it was starting to affect me super greatly I was like this honestly isn't a change it has just evolved to now be manifesting in a way that I'm not sure I can like handle without addressing right now but it wasn't a change like I think that that is something that is hardwired in me because I can trace it all the way back down and I don't think that I will ever hardwire that out of me but by being super self-aware about it I have that opportunity to, you know, try to build different habits and change my immediate reactions and things like that. But I genuinely don't think that that is something that is ever going to like completely disappear for me. I think that you learn how to manage it better and you get a lot better at overriding it in a way <laughs> and, and you get a bit better at building these new patterns on top of it so that the habit you know, every time you get triggered by a thing isn't immediately that, like, anxiety or anything like that. Like, you can rebuild things, but I think that it still is always going to have to be an intention. I love how we started this episode with, like, it's both. We don't really have an answer, and now we've talked enough that I feel like the answer is 
Can people change? No. Can people make changes? Yes. But can people change through trauma? Yes. Like a huge life-altering situation that there's no choice but to change, almost. Yeah. And I think what we usually see as changing is is making changes, but it takes so much self-awareness and it takes so much intention. And so I think that's the first step to anything, to wanting to make any sort of changes, to wanting to evolve your life. It comes down to building self-awareness. It's really, really hard when people ask for a piece of advice or like actionable steps to give a specific list of action steps because it's absolutely different for every single person. There's no one big life hack. There's no specific path or specific group of habits and activities that is gonna be like the key for everyone. The key is building a relationship with yourself and having the self-awareness and then deciding that you kind of always want to try to be your best self and you're self-aware of how you feel and how you act and how you react and how you think and how you express yourself in the world. And you're just really aware of it and you make whatever changes you want to or you need to and you naturally evolve in that way. But self-awareness is at the core of everything. It's the self-awareness and the intention. And then you're always going to move in the right direction. A huge thing too is that, of course, you can conceptualize change within yourself, but I think it is harder to see. It is really easy to when someone else is changing, someone that's close to you or someone that you know, changing their habits or changing on a more fundamental level Mm -hmm. through like a significant life event or something like that or if they're just being more intentional about things it's easy and it's interesting to pick up on that for other people and so now there's a whole new aspect of this topic of change when it applies to how that manifests socially or how that manifests within other people or towards other people Mm. i think when we ask a question of can a person change Usually what the full sentence is, is can or will this person change for me? And I don't think that that answer is ever yes. I don't think that somebody is ever going to change for someone else. I think somebody can only change for themselves. And sometimes that's going to be in relation to others because maybe you're upset about how the way that you act is affecting your relationships and things like that. But I think that you always make that decision to change for yourself and it will mm-hmm. obviously affect your relationships but I don't I don't yeah I don't know if a change would ever be solely for another person because even if it is it is for your relationship with that person and right. how it comes back to you you know I also think if you're changing for someone else it's not gonna stick and it's never gonna work yeah it's the same thing with like if you're going to the gym for the wrong reasons or you're trying to eat healthy for the wrong reasons if mm-hmm. it's out of a place of negativity it's not going to stick and it's not going to be good and it's not going to be enjoyable and it's not going to last. If you, if you really want something though, that's when it's going to last. And I was talking about this with a coworker was like asking gym tips or talking about like, Oh, I should really go to the gym or do this, do this, do this. And he's like, but how, like, how do you do it? And I was like, well, I really, really enjoy it. Mm -hmm. There's no option not to do it for me because that's what makes me feel good mentally, physically. Like, I just enjoy the activity of it at yeah. baseline. And with any change you make, if you're not truly, truly wanting it, if there's any part of you that is wanting it for the wrong reasons or wanting it out in spite of something or for someone else, if it's not truly, like, what you want to do 100%, mm-hmm. 
it's not going to work. You're not going to make the change. It's not going to be effective. It's not going to last. So therefore, if you're changing for someone else, whether it be like they asked you to change mm-hmm. or you're wanting to change so that they can like you better or, you know, accept you more, whatever it may be, it's not going to last and you're not going to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And it's not actually going to be effective if you're not changing for you and because you want to. Mm-hmm. So can people change? In a way, because people can change how they act, how they project, how they express themselves in the world, how they think, what they value, but there are core hardwired things that even if you override with other things, I don't think that you can ever 100% change. Thank you all for listening. <laughs> I hope that got you thinking. Mm -hmm. If it answered any of your questions that you've been thinking about, then I'm so glad. If it sparked some new questions, I'm so glad. If it makes you overthink, so sorry about that. Don't worry. But I'm so glad. Um, We truly appreciate you guys listening. As always, you can hear more, see more on all of our socials, at Kneen, at Kneen, at Girls and Goals Pod, Instagram, TikTok, all the places. That's all going to be linked below as well. Make sure you're following on Spotify or Apple or subscribed on YouTube because we post video versions as well. And, you know, leave a rating wherever you listen. We really appreciate it. And we will see you guys next Monday. Bye. Bye.